So Tadaf Mem Aleph, the last thing we're discussing was the brachot of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur when he read the Sefer Torah had to be in Lashon HaKodesh and it had to be in the Aizrat Nashim, not the Aizrat Israel, because in Aizrat Israel only the kings from David's side, only they would be able to sit over there. So that's how we know it happened in Aizrat Nashim. And with that we're going to start Mem Aleph Amud Aleph, second line in. At the end of the line where it says Vikore, now we're on the third line. Vikore Aharemot Vahbiasor and the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur would read Pashat Aharemot and Ahbiasor and Pashat Emor or Minhi. We have a bright that says Medalagin Ben Navi Vein Medalagin Batora. When it comes to Navi, the Mafti is allowed to go from one book to the other. But you can't do that with the Torah. And how's he gone from Aharemot to to, to Emor? So Amar Abaye, like Hashad, it's not a big deal. Kan mechdeshe yivsoka turgeman, kan mechdeshe lo yivsoka turgeman. It really depends if the translator has enough time that until he translates the whole pasuk, the Kohen can already reach parashat emor, then then we could roll to the next parasha. But if he doesn't have enough time, it's a short pasuk, then, then you can't skip from one parasha to the other. But the Gemara says, "Yeah, but veha alak hatane." But we said on that Mishnah, we have a Baita, medalagin ben Navi ve'en medalagin b'Torah. We skip in Navi na Torah ve'ad kama medalagin. How much we skip in Navi? Ad kedesh eloi v'sok atur geman. The amount of time for a translator uh, to translate a pasuk, and then you're already by the next pasha. Niklal dib Torah, klal klalot. Sounds like by sefer Torah, nothing. You don't. You, you're not allowed to skip it, even if the translator has time. Ela Amar Abaye Lakashiaba explains is no, it's not a problem. Kan Banyan Ehad, Kan Bishnayan. If it's one Anyan, meaning if it's one subject, we're talking about Yom Kippur, then okay, we could skip if if it's if this if the, the pause is not that long, meaning while the translator is translating, we can already get to the next parasha. But if it's already two subjects, then no. The idea is the translator is translating, the people are learning. If they're seeing Sifre Torah moving around, they're not going to pay attention. Vihatanya, we have a bright like this. We could skip from parasha to parasha when it's one subject. And when it comes to Navi, two subjects. But again, Torah Navi, as long as the translator doesn't stop. Meaning, as long as he's translating, you could uh, roll that uh, that sefer Torah, that uh, sefer Aftarot. The en medalgin min navi le navi, but we don't uh, go from one navi to the other because that will uh, confuse people too much. But when it comes to Treasar, you could uh, skip from one Navi to the other. As long as you don't uh, skip from the beginning of the Sefer to the end. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, the Kohen Gadol rolls the Torah, he places it on his chest, and he says, much more is written here. And the Gemara asks, why does he have to do this? All this is so there won't be a disgrace on the Sefer Torah, so people won't say, uh, he read it by heart, there's missing from the Sefer Torah. So he has to tell them, no, there's much more written here. And next, we learned the Mishnah, Pinchas. He reads it by heart, that part that Yom Kippur. Now, why do you have to read it by your heart? Why don't you just roll it and get there? We don't roll the Sefer Torah out of honor or respect for the Tzibur. So the Gemara says, Why don't you bring another Sefer Torah and read Pashat Pinchas? 
because we don't want to disgrace the first Sefer Torah. We don't want people to say that the first one was Pasul, that's why they had to bring a second one. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Amar, he explains the Fishem Evachim Berachashenatzricha. We don't say Berachav, that's not needed. Meaning, once you open a second Sefer Torah, he's going to have to say Berachah again, and really that's not needed. So the Gemara asks a question in Ravuna. Do we really worry that people are going to disgrace that Sefer Torah? If you have Rosh Chodesh Tevet on Shabbat, so now you have Shabbat Hanukkah, Rosh Chodesh, and Shabbat, regular parasha, probably Miketz or something. Maybe Shalosh Torot, you bring, you take out three Sefer Torah, V'Korah, Hat Menina Shal Yom, read Parashat HaShavua, V'Hat Shal Rosh Chodesh, V'Hat Shal Hanukkah. And no one says uh, there's something wrong with the Sefer Torah. So the Gemara explains, When three men are reading three separate Sefer Torah, there's no disgrace. People understand. When there's one person reading two books, uh, two Sefer Torah, it, already people will start worrying that maybe there's a problem. Next, we learn the Mishnah, the Kohen Gadol, that day says eight Barachot after reading the Sefer Torah, Tanura Banan, Mivarchin Ala Torah, Kedech Shem Mivarchin Mitkinesit. The same way everyone does it in Shul, he also, Ve'ala Voda, Ve'ala Oda'a, that's what it says, Modim, Ve'al Mechilat, Avon, the way we do in the Amidav, Yom Kippur, Keti Kanan, the regular text that we have all over the Amidah and everything. Next, then Allah Mikdash Bifriatsmo. There's a separate bracha for the Mikdash, Asher Bahar Ba Mikdash, Vi'ala Kohanim. Then you pray for the Kohanim Bifniatsman, their own separate bracha, Vi'al Israel. And for Israel they get their own bracha bifnaatsman for them by themselves. That's a Buhiba Israel. Then Vi'al Yushalaim Bifniatsma and Yushalaim by itself. And we said Vihashar Tefilah and the rest of Tefilah. Tanura Banan Hashar Tefilah. The rest of Tefilah is you the coin gadol would add uh, all the mercy and the prayers and and everything they're asking for the Israel need to be saved and and he would end off with after that Anyone who's there would bring a Sefer Torah from his house into the Azara and read it. To show the beauty of the Sefer Torah to the public. Interesting, Rashi, that the Tanav here held that there's no Isur of carrying from Rashut to Rashut on Yom Kippur. Next, Mishnah, Parashat HaMelech. The reading of the king had to be in Lashon HaKodesh. So, Ketzad, what, what, what exactly is it and has it gone? So, Motz'e Yom Tov Rishon Shil Chag, Motz'e, the, the first Yom Tov of Sukkot, Beshemini, on the eighth year of the Shemitah cycle, meaning right after the Shemitah cycle, we starting year one. So, after Sukkot, Motz'e Shevi'it, right after Shevi'it, or Sin Bimash Shel Aetz Ba'azara. So, they make this big stage. This big pulpit in the Azara made of wood, Vihu Yoshev Alea, he sits on it. Shinemar, Miket Sheva Shanim Bemoed. And because the Torah tells us in Prashat Akel, that's the time he's going to read it. Hazan Hakeneset Notel Sefer Torah, Venot Nale Rosh Hakeneset. So the Hazan, the Shamash of the Keneset of the Shul next to Harabite, would give the Sefer Torah to the head of the, the Keneset, the guy who is the Taliyot and who's reading what. Verosha Keneset Nodal Sagan, 
and the head of the Knesset gives it to the assistant Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Gadol, and the assistant gives it to the Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Gadol, the and the Kohen Gadol to the king, and the king stands in his place and accepts the Sefer Torah, and he's reading it while sitting. And Agripas Agripas the king stood up and accepted the Torah and read while he was standing. And when he got to the Pasuk that said that you're not allowed to put on, on you someone who is not Jewish, he started crying. Because this pasuk was posel him from being a king. He was from the family of uh, Hordus. He was a slave. Amru lo al They told him people were there. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're a brother. You're a brother. And the idea is they're trying to tell him that okay, you're hayavin mitzvot just like us. You're a brother. Or like the Rambam said, they're just trying to make him feel good. Either way. He would start reading from the beginning of of Sefer Devarim until Shema Israel, which is in Pashat Hanan, and Shema Vayayim Shamoa, then Aser Aser in Pashat Re'eh, and then uh, he would skip uh, and he would read Kitechadel Aser again in Pashat Kitavo that talks about uh, the Maaser, and he would also read Uparashat Amelech in Pashat Shoftim. Ubrachot uklalot, then you would read the blessings and curses in Kitavo. Acho Gomer Kol Pashantali reads the entire parasha. Berachot she Kohen Gadol Mevarechotan, Amelech Mevarechotan, Elashenoten, Shelregalim, Tahat Mechilata Avon. So the king says the same Berachot to Kohen Gadol says in Yom Kippur, except one difference that uh, you take out the Yom Kippur one and you put in the Sukkot one, which is the, the holiday one. And the Gemara starts. Bashemini Salkadotach, it sounds like uh, at the end of the, the total the Sukkot holiday, meaning after Shemini Atzeret and Simchat Torah, that's when he would read. And that doesn't make sense. So the explains, Ema Basheminit on the eighth year, meaning right after Shemin, uh, after Shemitah. V'chol Lamali. And now why do I need all these uh, explanations to when we're reading Bashemini, Why do you need all that? And the Gemara explains, you do need it. Because if it would have just said at the end of seven years, they should count from now, meaning year 40 when they left Egypt. That's when the commandment happened. Even if it doesn't happen at the end of the year, that's why That's why Hashem wrote Shemitah. Before Shana, gather everyone to Yerushalayim and read it there. That's why Katabra Hamana Bimoid it has to be uh, on the holiday that's after Shemitavi, Katabimoid Havamina, Mereshata. I would have thought maybe Rosh Shana. That's why Katabra Hamana Bihaga Sukot. Bikatabrahamana Bihaga Sukot Havamina Filu Yom Tovaharana would have thought even the last day of Sukot Shiminyatzeret. Katabra Hamana Bebo Kol Israel when everyone gathers. Meaning Meat Halta de Moed from the beginning of the holiday. And as she explains, it can't be done on Yom Tov because you can't fix the bima and put it over there of Yom Tov because then the Hazara is going to be uh, stuffed and we, we need that space. Therefore, they make it the holiday, the first holiday, and then they bring it to the Hazara. 
Next, Vehazana Keneset Notel Sefer Torah Venotnol the Rosha Keneset. Okay, the head of the Shamash of the Kenebete Keneset, he takes Sefer Torah, gives it to the head of the, the Rosha Keneset. Shmami, now what do you understand from here? Holkin Kavod the Tamid Bim Komarav, you give Kavod to the student in front of the rabbi. Amar Abaye, no, maybe Kulam Ishum Kavod Odemelech. Maybe the entire thing is out of Kavod towards the king. To show that there is an order, all these people are under you. Next, uh, the king uh, stands up and accepts the Sefer Torah, then sits down and reads, Agripas the king accepted it and read it while he was standing. Omed Miklal de Yoshev, it sounds like he was uh, sitting before and then he got up. It sounds like only the kings from David were allowed to be uh, sitting. So how could uh, he be sitting? So how did Agripas uh, sit down? So Kedamarav Hastalakrav Hasta explained before by Izrat Nashim, he was talking about the the reading was in Izrat Nashim. Same thing, Hakanami over here that this whole reading with the king happened by Izrat Nashim. So the same way Kippur was Izrat Nashim, same thing the king was Izrat Nashim. Now Veshibhu Hakam Hakamim praised him. Shibhu Mikal the Shapira, but it sounds like he did good by standing. However, Haamara Vashe Afilu Leman de Amar Nasi Shemachalak Vodok Vodu Mahol Melech Shemachalak Vodok Enk Vodu Mahol. Then we say even in Nasi Israel that the, the forgave his kavod. It's okay if someone uh, disgraced him. Someone said something nice and he forgave it. That's okay. But a king who forgave his kavod, it's not the forgiven. Shneema son tasim alecha melech. You have to place on you a king. Shtehemato alecha. That you have to be, be fearful of the king. That's part of the mitzvah. And the Gemara explains mitzvah shani that Agripas uh, forgot his honor for the for the kavod of the mitzvah. And in that, when you're doing a mitzvah, that's okay. The king can forgive his honor. And Tosfot explains that only works for mitzvot ben adam lamakom, but not mitzvot ben adam lachaviro. Ben adam lachaviro, he cannot forgo. Next, when Agripas, who came from a not Jewish family, and he was not supposed to be king, when he got to that pasuk that you're not allowed to put someone not Jewish on you as a king, he started crying. Everyone called him brother, brother. At that moment, when Benes, when the rabbi said, "Now you're a brother," the enemies of Israel, meaning Bnei Israel themselves, the, the Gemara wanted to change the language. At that moment. They were sentenced with death. Why? Because they flattered, meaning they gave honor to King Agripas when they were not supposed to. They gave kavod when they were not supposed to. They allowed him to continue doing his wrong thing. And that was the problem. And the Yerushalmi says a lot of people died that day. And there was a midrash that says that at that moment, Bnei Israel were sentenced to a long exile. And Amar Bishimon ben Halafta, Miyom Shegavar Egrofa Shal Hanufa, from that day where they strengthened the flattery towards Agribas, Nitavtu Adinim, all judgments were distorted, Benit Kalkelu Hamaasim, and all actions were spoiled, meaning that Sadikim saw people do Averot and they couldn't do anything about it. Can say my actions are greater than yours because nobody protested against the Rishaim and it counts as everyone was an Over Avera. 
Or like the Meir explains, because we were flattering towards the Rishayim, so people thought that was actually good. So everything became opposite. No, nobody knew what was good, what, nobody knew what was bad. One is allowed to flatter to Rishayim in this world, and that's when you can't control them, and they're very strong on us. We're saying that one day in the future, we're not going to call the Naval, someone who is stingy, someone who is better, we're not going to call him an Adiv generous, and we're not going to call a trickster, we're not going to call him a nice person. Miklal, what does it tell you? In this world, you're allowed to. He learns it from here. Yaakov said to the angel of Isav, it's like seeing God and you accepted me, meaning he called him like a God, meaning he was flattering someone who was a Rasha. Upliged Rabbi Levi argues on Rabbi Levi. What's Yaakov and Isav like? person his friend and he realized that he wants to kill him. Amar lo, so the guest uh, tells the host, Tam tavshil zeshani toim, what this this taste of the food that I'm tasting, ketavshil shetamti bebet amilch, it's like something I tasted in the king's house. Amar yadal le malka velak mistafe velakatile. So the host realized that oh, this person knows the king, he's been in the king's house, so he, now he worries and he doesn't want to kill him. So same thing when Yaakov said that the face of God, oh, he knows the face of God. I have to be careful. And Amar bil Azar Kodam Shesh Mohanufa, anyone who flatters, Mevi Af Alam brings anger to the world. Shinaimar Vihanfe Liv Yasim Muaf. Those who flatter will will place anger. Vilo od elashilato nishmat. Now only that his tefilah is not hurt. Shinaimar Loisha Vioki Asaram. Their tefilah will not be accepted because the Hashem will bring afflictions on them. Now Siman um, even the fetuses in the mother's stomach cursing nations will curse him the people uh, nations will be angry at him nations, but we're talking about the babies in the mother's stomach, fetuses, because we learned that from Yaakov and Yisav, it says, So that's how he learns, even the fetuses will curse. Any person who has flattery falls in Gainam, Woe to those who say that is good, good is bad. Makiti Bahrav would say afterwards, Lachen Kechol Kash Leshon and Esh, Bahashash Leavayirape. The way straw gets eaten by fire, and you see it, it's, uh, he falls in fire, which is getting up. Anyone who flatters his friend ends up falling in his hands. And if, not, if he doesn't fall in his hands, he falls in his children's hands. And if he doesn't fall in his children's hands, he falls in his grandchildren's hands. Yirmiyah told Hananiah, who uh, he had a false prophecy, that in another two years, that Hananiah uh, said another two years, everyone's going to come back, everything's going to be regular. 
And Yirmiya said, Amen. I hope that Hashem does exactly what you say. Now, the idea was, Yirmiya uh, was trying to say, I wish you were right, but it's wrong. But that also was uh, some sort of flattery, Uchtiv, and then it says, uh, after a couple of days, Yirmiya left Yerushalayim to Eretz Binyamin to get inheritance that uh, that fell to him. It says, Vayhi hu Sha'ar Binyamin, he was by the gate of Binyamin, Vesha'ar Baal Pekidot, there was a person over there in charge to make sure people don't go from that city to Kasdim. Ushmo Yiriya ben Shilmiya ben Hananiah, the grandson of Hananiah the Navi Sheker. Vayit post Yirmiya Navi the Mor the Kasdim matan ofel. He was saying he grabbed Yirmiya and said, "You're going to the Kasdim." Vayom Elo Yirmiya Sheker because that's not true. And then he nofel al Kasdim. I'm not going to the Kasdim. Mochti vayit post. It says he grabbed him and he brought him to the officers. And then they put Yirmiya in jail. So you see, Yirmiya fell in the grandson of Hananiah because he flattered to Hananiah. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.